Welcome, lovey, to the Coming Out Gold podcast, where I help you realize you don't need anyone's permission to start living the life of your dreams. You can start where you are with what you have. I'm Coach Tammy, and my goal is to help you come out gold by teaching you how to get clear on what matters most, ignite what sets your soul on fire, and then make a strategic plan to live the life of your dreams. It is time, and you are worthy. So let's do this. Happy Tuesday for those of you who are listening on the day this episode drops. Last week, we talked all about my promos course, and this week I was set to talk all about goal setting versus resolution making. But y'all, in full disclosure, I have spent the last week riding the struggle bus. Holidays can be a bit tricky when your life doesn't look like Hallmark shows it or even I want it to look. And I know I can sometimes struggle with those holiday blues. But y'all, they ran me over last week, like flattened me, pancake flat flattened me for reals. And I couldn't seem to get back to the surface because I spent the last year listening to my body and trying to honor what it needs, which is a lifelong challenge for me. I had decided I was not going to record an episode for this week. I even went as far as to make graphics saying so to post on social media. No joke, y'all. Canva and I, we knocked them out. They're even cute. That's how much I didn't want to record an episode for this week. But over the last two days, I've spent time reflecting on 2021 and prepping for 2022. I spent what felt like a thousand years trying to narrow down my word of the year, which normally I nailed down mid-November. For those of you who have no clue what it is I'm talking about, for the past decade or so, I've chosen a word of the year to serve as an anchor. It's kind of like my lighthouse serving as a beacon of light in the midst of whatever the new year brings. It usually isn't an easy word. Well, in actuality, it tends to be ridiculously challenging. In 2021, my word was redefine and bless, but it did not play, y'all. It involved a lot of stripping away, tearing down, and so much more. It was so hard that I started joking months ago that my word for 22 was going to be something super easy and in no way challenging or painful. You know, something like toenail or watermelon or cupcake. Something that wouldn't require I set fire to the bulk of my life so that it could be burned down and rebuilt right. Once I have a word of the year, I pick a Bible verse or scripture passage to go along with it. And because I'm a music junkie and a bit extra, I typically pick a song as well. But this year, I avoided the whole thing until yesterday. Yesterday, I sat down to work on my 2022 goals using my promo system so I could plan them out well. Unfortunately, the struggle bus, it did not care to stop and let me off. Have you had moments like that? You're aware you're struggling. You know you need to get off the bus. You want to get off the bus. And yet the bus keeps circling the drain. I imagine it's the equivalent of getting stuck on a roller coaster at an amusement park, but the ride breaks down and you can't get off. True story. This actually happened to me once on the screen machine at Six Flags Over Georgia. The car I was riding in was just shy of the first drop. So all of us sat reclined and unable to move much due to being strapped in and having gravity pulling us backwards for 45 minutes, y'all. It's never felt longer. Because I'm a craver of habit, I knew I wanted to nail these things down. I understood the value they held for me in the past, and I wanted to continue even while knowing it would mean hard work was ahead. To do this, I had to dig up the root cause of why I was feeling such angst because I knew it wasn't just the holiday blues or those feelings that can arise when we come to the end of the year, not having accomplished all it is we set out to do. No, I knew this was something deeper. So I got out my trusty shovel and started digging. For those of you that don't know me personally, I probably should give you a little backstory. I'm a trauma survivor. 
I was sexually abused as a child and add to that a heap of dysfunction, neglect, and emotional abuse. And well, a girl's soul can get a bit messy. I've done so much work and I am a completely different woman than I was 10 years ago, or even a few years ago for that matter. And as I began to dig, I realized I was struggling with some shame from my past. Since moving to a new state and living alone for the first time in my life, I felt like I began discovering new trauma triggers and responses at the rate of a bag of popcorn in the microwave. I questioned this, and I even had conversations with my oldest daughter who said she'd noticed it too. Well, as a trauma survivor, your nervous system keeps a score that's always running inside your body. The fight or flight, it never really leaves. It just sometimes turns down a little bit. Mine, however, seemed to be on hyperdrive. I was really beating up on myself because I felt like I must be regressing by leaps and bounds in order to be back in a place that left me wrestling with the past once again. Fortunately for me, I have a board of directors in my life that helps me see what I can't, especially when I'm all in the feels. After some chats, I was reminded of something my therapist told me, and that is we heal to the level we are capable. And when we're stronger, we heal to a new level. This continues throughout our life. Then I found a quote from Miles Adcox, who runs Onsite, which is outside of Nashville, Tennessee. He said, trauma is universal and healing is possible. Our natural gifts, when recognized and embraced, can bring us back home to ourselves. And remembering this helped pull up the emergency brake so I could get off that struggle bus. Once I gathered myself from the wild ride of struggling I'd been on, I started allowing myself to dream. I started writing out what daily rhythms I wanted in my life moving forward. I held up what I said I valued with how I spent my time in 2021. I don't recommend doing that unless you're ready to see some stuff you might not like. Y'all know what I found. One of the things I call my must do every day, uh, I hadn't done it since November 22nd, y'all. But if you had asked me, I would have said, oh, don't skip it. It's what I value the most. But I was skipping it over and over and over. And it reminded me of something I know to be true. People vote with their calendars and their wallets. I thought I was dedicated to doing morning pages each morning of the week. I knew the value they held for me. I knew that they cleared my brain all first thing in the morning so I could actually focus on what mattered. And yet I hadn't done them in seven weeks. Sure, I moved during that time. Plus we had the holidays and all the things they bring. But morning pages are something I do when I first awake. So there's really no reason I'm not doing them except I didn't make them a priority, so they didn't get done. This led my mind down a rabbit trail, which is about the new year, new me marketing that saturates every platform beginning the day after Christmas. Have you noticed it? Diet culture is shoved down our throats. We're told to become totally different people and start doing things at full speed that we haven't done for decades, if ever. I can't get started on diet culture because I may not get off that soapbox. But this concept that we need to throw away who we are and attempt to be something more, it's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, y'all, at least in my opinion. In fact, I have to say this desire for more implies we are less. What is that about? Seriously, how does one flip of a calendar page somehow discount all we have done, all we've become, and all we are? Maybe the truth is we have to stop searching for this elusive more since it seems that we never reach it. After all, it's the mantra at the end of every year. Or maybe the reality is the more we are reaching for based on media or society isn't the more our souls are craving. Maybe the more we all want and need is more of us, more of who we were created to be. In my morning pages that I dusted off and wrote in this morning, I wrote about the less I wanted, less stress, 
less excess, less exhaustion, less of the things this world keeps telling me to chase. Heaven knows I would love less rides on the struggle bus. Anyone else relate? I am clear there are some areas I do want more. More time spent in my Bible because as a Jesus girl, that's my biggest anchor. I want more serving, serving you here on this podcast, serving through my coaching program and promos course, serving on social media, and serving in the world at large to make it a better place. I heard someone say the mantra they lived by was the best way to reach their dreams was to help others reach theirs and plus, but that feels so true to me. I want more income to meet my needs and to be able to be generous in ways that matter to me. I want more joy and laughter and please, baby Jesus, more community. 2020 and its stepchild 2021 have wrecked us all. And these areas took some of the hardest hits. I want moments when I laugh so hard I can't breathe and my stomach hurts. Moments that I smile for so long and so big that my face hurts afterwards. Like y'all real joy in your bone, soul, deep joy. Once I understood what it is I was longing for, my word of the year drifted to the surface. Funny how clarity always does that for me. But this year, two words popped up and they seem to be partners as one leads to the other. Since you've hung on during this episode, I just wanted to share them with you. In 2022, my words of the year are align and receive. Align means to come together in agreement or put things in right position. Receive means to welcome, greet, and come into possession of. Together, my challenge for 2022, it's clear. I must align my steps, my choices, my calendar, and my wallet with what I say I value. Then I must be willing to receive what comes without resistance and without refusal. Receiving is so very hard for me as I've developed the drive to only give and not acknowledge that I have needs. For those of you who are Enneagram fans, I'm sure you guessed I'm a two. And that just explains it all, right? Well, in order to incorporate these two words into my day-to-day living, I needed some tools and I thought I'd share them with you in case you might find them useful. I created a master list of all the things I do on repeat daily. We all have a laundry list of tasks we do and many are on autopilot. So take some time to make a list. I've talked on here before about how important morning and evening rhythms are. I believe they are the bookends that frame our day for success. Just like you brush your teeth and wash your face in the morning and again at night, there are other activities that should start and end your day. After I made my gigantic list, I grabbed some paper and created a daily checklist. Full confession, since you already know I'm a pen and paper girl who loves a good planner, I created a daily task tracker on a piece of laminated grid paper. Across the top, I marked 31 days and down the side, I listed from waking to bedtime all the tasks I did daily. Things like make my bed, write my morning pages for real, daily tidy, things like that. They all made the list. Next to each is a checkbox for the day and I mark it off. I plan to check it each morning when I do my daily planner check-in and then towards the end of the day when I do my daily reset. It may seem silly, but science has actually proven that you get little hits of dopamine when you check it off and seeing a bunch of check marks in a row stimulates you to continue checking it off because you don't want to break the chain. I know, I didn't make it up, y'all. It's really science. Go research it yourself. Now, I know some of you may be rolling your eyes back into your head right now at the thought, but come back to me for a second. I want you to think about your cell phone. You treat it with such care. You don't let the battery run dry. You give it lots of attention and focus. You spend time working on it. You respect it. You need it. Some would even say they could not live without it. So this year, I challenge you 
to treat yourself as well as you treat your cell phone. For me, this starts with making sure what I say I value is getting the time and attention it needs and deserves. You decide what that is for you, but decide, make a plan. Start realizing you have to take care of you if you're going to take care of those around you and the world at large. Let's face it, 2020 turned life as we know it on its head. 2021 split our heads wide open and left us surviving and begging for normal. But the truth is, every day is a new day. Every year is a new year. There is no quote unquote normal. And I, for one, don't want to go backwards. I want to go forward, charting a new course and becoming more and more fully myself every day. There's nothing magical about January 1st. Flipping the calendar to a new year, be it on a paper or digital calendar, holds no special power. You can reset your life on any day of the year. It's never too late and it's never too early. The best time to live the life of your dreams is the one you're living in. So chunk cultural norms, diet culture, and all the toxic marketing out the window and follow the mantra I will be following going forward from Michael Altshuler. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. Loveys, pilot your lives the way you want to go. Be the woman you want to be. Chase the dreams you want. As I like to remind you, this is your one beautiful life. Go and live it well. Happy New Year and may 2022 be the best year of all of our lives. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Coming Out Gold podcast. I am so thankful for you. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram or Facebook at Coming Out Gold Podcast. Those links are down below in the show notes for you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and leave it a review. You can also share it on your social media and tag me. And maybe you'll even get a shout out here on a future episode. Until next week, remember, I'm Coach Tammy and I am in it with you always.